And this is where I feel like humanization is a big thing that needs to come into play, especially when we're dealing with the penal system. You know, it's it really gets complicated. And I think anyone who has had to deal with the legal system knows the, the ramifications, the racism that comes with it. Yes. But there is something to say about Bobby's career, because I do think that he is a very talented dude. And I, I just want to see him get on track and get that get that. Uh, momentum going that he had earlier, you know, and I think that's going to start kicking up for him. I'm happy he's out. You know, I think a lot of people are happy he's out. Um, and I just want to see what's next for him. But like to really talk about the hip hop police and just if just stories about them, like I'm going to have to like really read some shit because Prodigy had to deal with them. 50 Cent had to deal with them. Literally every, every rapper has had to deal with the hip hop police. You know, like no one has been, you know, like like set aside from it. Even Chameleonaire has a song called Hip Hop Police, which is really dope. And he has a slick Rick on it. I really like that song. But um, NYPD police pretty much or th- that makes up the hip hop police, you know. And um, let me see. Let, let me see. Yeah, there is an article by NPR where it's a uh, it talks about an NYPD officer tasked with investigating the rap and hip hop community. And I'm not sure if this goes on in the West Coast with the hip with the hip hop police, but I'm sure it does happen because I remember um when you had these detectives who were interested in the Biggie case and the Tupac case, um there is an element of hip hop policing I think everywhere where there is shit hip hop is everywhere, so I think anywhere you're going to have authority and a counterculture, there's always going to be pushback on both ends. And um Rapper Takashi 69 was recently arrested on racketeering and firearm charges. NPR Mitchell Martin speaks with Derek Parker, a former NYPD detective. So it's about to get interesting because if um I want to see what this detective says regarding the tactics they use because and then I'll check out the story with uh, Prodigy and 50 Cent because that's really interesting. Uh dun, dun, dun. Prodigy and the Hip Hop Police is getting this set up for later. But um, let me see. And God bless Prodigy Soul. But Mitchell Martin, the host, says, We'd like to go back now to a story that's gotten a lot of attention in the world of hip-hop. The arrest last week of the Brooklyn-based rapper Takashi 69 for racketeering and possession of firearms. Prosecutors say that 69, whose given name is Daniel Hernandez, is a member of New York's Nine Trey Gangster Bloods, an offshoot of the Notorious Bloods gang. They allege in the indictment that he would, that he has personal that he had personally had possession of illegal weapons and that he is connected to some of the violent acts associated with the gang. They also say he violated terms of his probation on a prior sex offense by associating with gang members. The rising 22-year-old hip-hop artist had a hit single last year and it was about to release his much-anticipated debut solo album. And the thing is with Takashi, though, I don't really care about Takashi in this. I'm going to kind of skip ahead because uh, he's not a person I'm trying to highlight. I want to I want to see what the cop is saying. Let's see. Da, da, da. Let's see. Parker. Uh, well, here it is. The interviewer. Now that you're retired now, you've been dubbed the hip hop cop. You've written a book about your work and we'll get into the why and the why of this in a minute. But is there anything more you can tell us about 6ix9ine and why he's been arrested? Tell us a bit more about these charges if you can. Well, he got charged with being part of a racketeering influence corrupt organization. No, this is what I want to see. Um, Here we go. 
let's see what is your take on on what this violence is about because when we i think a lot of people think about you know mafia you know those are businesses that use violence to enhance their businesses right i mean they want to sell legal drugs they want to engage in businesses which are by definition illegal so therefore they use violence to do all kinds of things to settle disputes to establish their dominance in something like this in this case what is it for and in your just i'm asking you based on your experience like why is there this violence associated with some of these artists parker what happens is that when these artists come from the street all right and they make it they take people with them that they shouldn't be with and it's hard to separate i understand that it's very hard to separate from people that made you or that you hung with and now you made it so they want to make it as well but the problem is that once you become organized like this and you go and you go out and commit these acts like carrying a gun shooting at people in the streets selling drugs having an automatic weapon these are just all recipes for the government to say wait a minute we have to step with step in with you and I think what happened with Takashi 69 was when they kept a gun at his house, that was something that the ATF got involved with because once you get a firearm offense, especially an automatic weapon like a machine gun that he had, the ATF has to be notified. And they probably got involved like they did with the NYPD and Homeland Security. And they did a case on Takashi 69 and the crew he ran with. Okay, so I'm going to skip past that because I feel like that dude isn't really giving me the information I want. And he's more so just being supportive. But... This is where this is a story. This is a story, and it's uh, about 50 Cent. He, he tells a story about my prodigy, and this is a crazy story, but this associates with the hip hop police as well. So, 50 Cent has paid tribute to Prodigy, calling, recalling the time the late Mob Deep rapper saved him from alleged police entrapment. The police tried to get P to set me up, 50 Cent wrote on Instagram alongside a picture of Prodigy. They asked him if I keep any guns or drugs around, then wanted him to put a gun in my car. He didn't do it. Instead, he told me what they were trying to do. My man P. <sighs> Let's see. He was on tour in Las Vegas performing R. Yeah, so pretty much, rest in peace, Prodigy, but... They think like they they went that far. They went that far to essentially stop 50 Cent. And 50 Cent has been targeted by the police numerous times. Like if you really want to look at his career, he's definitely been targeted. You know, um, it's really, it is sad just to see like there's a lack of fucking respect. As in like when you're trying to entrap people and put, uh, put, cages around him and just fuck with them i think this is where things get really fucked up and this is this is part one i want to do a more in-depth uh conversation about the hip-hop police and the prison industrial complex and hip-hop i got a lot uh to talk about uh let's see the nypd's anti-hip-hop that's old all this is old okay um here we go why are the NYPD's hip-hop police spying on rappers? This is by Complex, so this could be interesting. The current nationwide uprising against police violence is changing everything. Protests in cities around the country and the violent law enforcement and military response of all of it has affected almost every aspect of American life, from laws about police disciplinary records to NASCAR. For the first time in years, many Americans are beginning to really reckon with what police, what policing is and how it works. While police violence against black people is finally being debated and responded to in the halls of power, there is a related aspect 
aspect of policing that many feel is due to be re-examined how the police deal with hip-hop and for one very big reason for over two and for over two decades the largest police force in the united states has had a unit dedicated to keeping tabs on rappers and the people around them the story of the new york police department's so-called hip-hop police now known as the enterprise operations unit this is much more what i was looking for begins with Derek parker Parker was a detective in the NYPD who, in 1996, joined the department's cold case squad. He also was a longtime, is a longtime hip-hop aficionado who knew a lot of players in the industry. Following the notorious B.I.G.'s murder in 1997, Parker says he caught up other members of the NYPD on rap's major players, giving them a, a four-hour presentation about the East Coast-West Coast rivalry. rivalry. Eh. Interestingly, Parker claims that when Biggie went to L.A. for the trip that that would get him killed, he was followed by their NYPD officers from the department's major case squad. He remembers that only it had to do with some he remembers only that it had to do with some robberies or something. In 1999, the rap intel unit, a subset of the NYPD's gang intelligence unit, was officially created with Derek Parker at the helm. Its main job was to gather information on everyone in hip-hop. I was at clubs, I was at concerts, Parker told Complex last year. Wherever there was a party or an event, I was there watching and looking. The top brass asked for easily digestible information about big artists. Parker put together files on figures like Jay-Z, Cameron, Damon Dash, Busta. I knew Busta Rhymes was going to be in this shit just because of New York. Like, all of these dudes are New York, and it's crazy. Like, that, they really were targeting the top artists at the time. But also, there is has to be an element of envy because they're going undercover to go live that lifestyle. So you do see a lot of interconnected issues. Um, files that he would then share with police departments in other cities. The Rap Intel Unit's existence was revealed in the blockbuster 2004 Miami Herald article. The NYPD initially denied the unit's existence after the article's publication, but ended up copying to it days later. In 2005, their files would leak. This public exposure led many to decry the unit's existence, saying it engaged in racial stereotyping. Yeah, because they did. Piecing together old mugshots and arrest records was far from the rap intel unit's only job. Derek's approach of constantly watching, looking, remained protocol even after he left. To this day, officers create reports about rap shows in NYC, naming artists they believe are gang members or that have rivals who may show up looking for trouble. Parker makes a point to defend the unit he started. Their job is to prevent things from happening. I know people think they're monitoring rappers, but actually it's for their safety. But the Rap Intel Squad, now known as the Enterprise Operations Unit, takes that approach too far, according to many. There's a shadowy specialized unit that conducts overly aggressive investigations that monitor every move of entertainers, says Don Florio, who has represented a number of rappers, including Remy Ma and Takashi. To me, it's like stalking at the highest level. Flor and, and to really defend spying on an artist like this is pretty insane. Like, to really... Uh, put a line of defense like it's okay it's not and um yeah i'm interested to see what you guys think i want to pick up on this this is only part one i'm going to be doing a much more in-depth dive on the hip-hop police this weekend so please continue listening this is part one baby and yeah keep on rocking in the free world i'll catch you on the flip side don't forget the deluxe edition of my album will be out in a week don't forget my website will be up as well we're keeping it real we're keeping it going thank you all for listening i love you all peace